And it's another week and another night back on the Big Go Bell podcast. I'm the host, Two Chains. I'm here uh, dueling it with my guy, Hale Will Mahoney. What's going on? What's going on, my man? I had to miss last week here on the Big Gold Belt since you were recording on Halloween night, and that just was not that was not gonna fly with little hobo. <laughs> she was not gonna let me go and bail for the podcast and not take her trick or treating. So I had to miss out last week, but I'm back with a vengeance this week. <laughs> Let's do this thing because my oh my, there's it's been a crazy darn week in, in all kinds of different ways. As as expected. I have to say, too, Hobo looks like she did uh, one heck of a job on her uh, on her uh, bringing in uh, her intake for uh, candy for Halloween. I mean, she looked like she conquered a few neighborhoods, if you ask me. Oh, she absolutely did. She had us all over the place. So it was a... <laughs> If I, if I was going to miss the podcast, I missed it for a good reason. And there's definitely a good amount of candy still hiding around here that daddy keeps uh, taking off to the side. Got to pay that daddy tax. that out real quick. You know, speaking of, speaking of Halloween and candy, what is your go-to candy? You are, again, the snack expert. So what yes, is your, but better yet, besides what's your, what's your go-to? What is your absolutely no way stay away? Oh, no way, stay away. No way, stay away. Let's start with that, man. I am not a huge fan of Whoppers. <laughs> Malted belt balls. Yeah, not my favorite. Not my favorite. Um, probably though, probably even more so than that, though. You know, I, I know I know people that absolutely love it. Lord knows my wife loves it. God, it's the, it's the one darn snack she can have in the house that she knows I will not touch. Um, black licorice. Oh yeah, no, you can have that. Sir. Oh god, no sir, yeah, you can have that. Yeah, she candy, will eat all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, candy corn is right up there with me with that black li- black licorice and candy corn to have all parts of that universe. I don't want yeah. any of it. I I can take candy corn a little bit. So I'll take that over black licorice. Black licorice, I absolutely have to put lower than that. Now, as far as the other end of the spectrum from for myself personally, I'm sure we did a Snack Society episode about this at some point over the years. Got mm-hmm. me. You can't you can't beat a Snickers. Oh, no, no. You can't no. beat a Snickers or like a Twix. A Twix is always pretty strong. Yeah. Um, what else? Um I, I I will I'm I'm definitely someone who themes for some darn peanut butter cups. Those Reese's <laughs> peanut those Reese's peanut butter cups are awesome. Those that, that that viral video that came out of Reese's having the candy trader that you could you could convert your candy into Reese's peanut butter cups. That oh, was yeah. right in my alley. So all all those like uh, Butterfinger, that's another favorite. Yeah, those, those are all my those are all top of my list right there. Uh, I'm, I'm a Crunch Bar dude for sure. I'm definitely with you on Snickers and Bazooka Bubblegum is my go to all to at all times. There Easily. you go, classic, Easily. all classic. Of them. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, oh boy, last Friday I think it was Crown Jewel. So you know, I gotta say, I for, for all the weeks we've been talking about, I had no intentions on watching it. 
I got a little uh-huh. bit bored at work, so I was like, oh, I'm just going to pull it up. And uh, <laughs> what did I know? The, my job blocked it, so uh, that wasn't yeah. happening. <laughs> so, <laughs> no WWE Network for you. Yeah, they, they got ahead of that because usually you know, I'm not, I'm not going to disclose where I work or anything so people be out there telling, but usually they don't. It, 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 besides March Madness, they typically got a, um, a loose lock on things uh-huh. you stream. So I, yeah, I figured I'd pull it up. But anyway, I pulled it up on my phone, which wasn't the best of servers, but I did catch a few matches. But I got to say, before I get to the negatives or anything, um, I think I I think I came in around uh, Rey Mysterio and Randy Orton's uh, match, I believe, which was the first match on the main card, I think. That was the first? No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I think that was a little bit in. I wouldn't. I'd have to pull up the results, which I'm no, actually trying yeah, to do. Yeah, no, I'm, right I'm now. looking at it right now. That's not when I came in. I'm just, I'm looking at, it, thinking that's when I did. I came in with Seth Rollins and Bobby Lashley, Lashley okay. match, and um, I have to say, uh, first I went back because I wanted to see what, what happened with Hogan. Um, but beyond everything, the fire, uh, the, the the pyro, man, I was so excited to see that. It took me back. I even tweeted, I was like, whoa, this is the best pay-per-view ever because it got pyro <laughs> going. <laughs> but they, um, they definitely spared no expense on that from all over the top of the stadium and the whole darn area. I mean, they, they opened the wallet for that for sure. They definitely did. And it was, it was awesome. I, so I, you know, I, I got to give the props to that. that. That was definitely an experience for anybody that was there. You can tell, cause it just, you can tell it was, it wasn't just regular, just up vertical uh, power. It had thought and, and theme to it. So that's, that's pretty cool. But, um, yeah, other than that, I mean, I watched I watched that Seth Rollins Bobby Lashley match, and then I instantly remembered why I didn't care about this pay per view because, like, <laughs> I just knew the booking was just going to be so fluke. So anyway, so um, but yeah, Hogan came out, and the one thing that again I watched it one time, the one thing that I thought was really curious to me uh, that had me kind of scratching my chin was like I don't think that they mentioned Saudi Arabia at all. No, doing this pay-per-view. Am I right? That is the first thing I was wondering about last Friday afternoon. Now I stuck to my guns. I have not watched one minute of that show of the actual <laughs> broadcast. I have seen gifts. I have read the results and I watched all the coverage. Essentially what I did that afternoon, I was like, whatever I see come across my timeline, you know, for this today showing stuff about it, that's mm-hmm. going to be the extent of what I see. I'm not going to actually put on the network. Mm-hmm. and watch it and i didn't and i still haven't and lord knows by the time it was done i was like oh my god i'm so glad i didn't yeah yeah <laughs> but um yeah the way i heard it put um was that they i think at one point they mentioned that they were in Riyadh. they mm-hmm. mentioned that i think one time and other than that they kept to the whole moniker of a global pay-per-view event and they made a very big point of never once mentioning saudi arabia itself yeah, and 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 it, I think the biggest indication to me is because Hogan, we know that his promo skills seem to be eh, maybe he's just a little shocked <laughs> when it comes to the big <laughs> stage nowadays. But he seemed to be tripping over his words a little bit, but very cautious to the point where he when he had to say where we where we were at, he was like, "Yeah, we're here, Hulkamanias at <laughs> Crown Jewel." I was like, "Right, right, right." And he did it a few times. I was like, "Wait, he's not going to say here in Saudi Arabia." So, um, so, you know, after that, I, 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 um, I let the next match roll through and wasn't watching, was listening, which was Ray Mysterio and Randy Orton. 
And then right. I noticed that they kept saying Crown Jewel in instances where it felt more natural to just say Saudi Arabia. So I was like, oh, maybe that's, you know, maybe that's what their plan was. So, right. Um, but it happened. And yeah, so um, I, like I said, my, my, I didn't watch the whole thing, but I know my positive was it had pyro and it was pretty cool. So I, I'm, I'm with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so. Let's talk about what has everyone uptight now. Um, there, there's a few things that have people uptight coming out of this show. You're, you're right. <laughs> you're 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 absolutely right. So we already knew that the <laughs> WWE World Cup was just going to be a big clusterfuck. I mean, because like <laughs> the premise of what the what the tournament was, the best in the world. I mean, really now. <laughs> but I mean, I had I was very curious to know how they were going to book that. Not that I was going to watch it, but I immediately seen some tweet. And I wish I would have just saved this just so I can give that person their 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 credit. But someone said, "Shane Whitman, what in the entire f is going on?" And I'm like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> <laughs> so so let me let me tell you my my reaction to this. So I'm yeah. just like, all right. So we know the Saudis they're gonna they're gonna cut the big check. They didn't get Cena, they didn't get Daniel Bryan. They got Hogan, obviously. They got right. you know the main event, Degeneration Nets and Brothers of Destruction. So we know they they spent they spent the money there. They they obviously got Brock there, which is another right. big one. Um, so they probably was shuffling the cards like, who else can we get? And I'm pretty sure <laughs> the McMahon's was just like, well, you know, Shane, he he's a draw because uh, uh, that's apparently how they treat him. They put him in all these big matches. Granted, he was in Survivor Series the last two years yep. because you know he's a draw. So. Got to be on every WrestleMania. Got to know? be right, and <laughs> so you know, you know, maybe that was the premise of why he got inserted into the match. But yet, him winning, <laughs> man, I, I'm telling you, like seriously, like for all this worth for this pay per view and all the controversy around it, if you just leave it just at this pay per view and it just transpired into nothing else, I mean, granted, this is probably the best pay per view of all time because it was just a complete clusterfuck of so much random different things going on that Shane McMahon being the best in the world winning the World Cup is absolutely the epitome of greatness. <laughs> like, yep. seriously. I, I got the feeling when I was reading the results and I was seeing everything that was happening that day, the moment the show opened with the very first thing happening being the return of Hulk Hogan, I immediately got the feeling that it was like Vince was so fed up with all the flack he was taking about this show, that he just decided, you know what? I'm doubling down and I'm doing whatever the hell I want. <laughs> <laughs> you know? As soon as he got that check in his pocket and that show started, he was like, Hulkster, go out there first, brother. You know? <laughs> and just Hogan's coming back and it came time for the tournament. And he's like, you know what? Damn it, my son's going over. <laughs> and, just, and, and then right on into the universal title where it's like, I'm going to have my big beefy muscle man. Man, and he's gonna win that too and just it was it was vince i think just saying you know what people aren't gonna tell me what to do people aren't gonna tell me how to run my business i'm doing i got my check in my back pocket from the saudis i came all the way over here to get and i'm gonna run the show the way i want it that's that's, the, that's totally kind of the message i got from that from from the crown jewel results yep and i'm with you it, it was vince you. doubling down and kind of you know flipping the bird at people like <laughs> how dare you tell me what to do with that i can't come here you know 
I'm with you on that. Like, I, I entirely feel the same way. And you know, I got to say, like the the insertion of Kogan, like I said, it was the it was the lesser of two evils. Like, you know, the the whole pay per view itself had a bad stigma on it. And I'm not saying putting Hogan on it was gonna make it better, but if you had something really bad and you add something a little bit bad to it, it overshadows a little bit bad. So putting Hogan yeah. on it. You notice that no one's really barking about the fact that Hogan was on that pay-per-view and the Saudis yeah. loved him. He, yeah, it, the, it, 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 it was absolutely the least of all evils on that yeah. show. You know, of, of all the mess going on, it was easily something that they had him out at the beginning. He didn't show up again and they haven't mentioned it since. Yeah. So it's yeah. like they it's like they did it. They pulled the Band-Aid off, and now it's like the big question Like I was I was wondering that day. I was like, well, now the real question is, is when do they dare to have him show his face in the U.S.? Yeah. You know, that's a whole other ball of wax. They knew he was going to be over fine there, and maybe that'll kind of be the thinking that they have him appear like on international shows where hopefully the reception won't be as chilly as it would be here. But, yeah, there was no mention of him being there on Raw or SmackDown. It's like... They, they they did that first and they didn't bring him back. Yeah. So I think that was that was a very calculated move, it seemed like. It did. And that, and that good for them, because they got that right, at least. <laughs> and I don't know <laughs> when they actually decided to put a trigger on it, but they did get that right. Um, but yeah, whatever. You know, Shane McMahon, best in the world, cool. I mean, <laughs> I guess it's about as relevant as Naomi winning the women's battle royal at WrestleMania and uh, and what. Who was it? Uh, uh, Braun Strowman winning the greatest Royal Rumble. Just leave it at that, you know? So I won't yeah. be surprised if this trophy gets destroyed at some point. So eh, whatever. Yeah, and, it, and that's the thing with this show. It's very much like, just as we expected, it was a very overblown fancy house show. And coming out of it, not a whole heck of a lot that happened on there really matters outside of, okay, Brock Lesnar is now the universal champion once again. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and and they squashed the hell out of Braun Strowman in route to doing that, which just every it seemed like that was if anything that was probably the result that people were the most just like oh like up in arms about you know as what? far as having a major effect on a major you know aspect of the ongoing shows. So it's like I mean, what the heck do you do with Braun now? They just made him look like a goof. I mean, the match only went three minutes fifteen seconds, <laughs> according to the Wikipedia I'm looking at. Yeah. So it's yeah. like I mean, you can't squash a guy much worse than that, even if you know he got hit in the head with the belt first by Baron Corbin. It's mm-hmm. like you know, it's, it's still I mean, that's three fifteen. It's still three fifteen any way you slice it. Right. So, okay. So let, let me ask, um, what does it actually mean? Because I've seen a lot of people ranting about him being squashed and I'm getting, I'm getting different feelings myself when I, when I hear that term all of a sudden. So when I, my, my epitome of squash means that this person obviously never stood a chance. Um, mm-hmm. isn't, so isn't, isn't going to be relevant or a focal point and, or, is quickly on a decline from their status beforehand. So, and 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 to sum all that up, are you saying that this like hurt Braun or what, what, it what, didn't? What? It didn't. It wasn't a squash in that respect because like, I think he took like what like five f fives or something before he got beat. <laughs> yeah, it's like he he didn't get any offense. He got you know just took took a bunch of finishers and then got beat. But I mean, a true squash would be. If he came out there, took one F5, got pinned, and then we didn't see him again. 
you know, right, right, on Raw, right. he was just as relevant. He's still in the picture. But the big thing is, as they did, they did this so many times with Roman Reigns going to Brent against Brock Lesnar. It just it kills his momentum. Yeah, is the big thing. It's just like it kills people's any kind of momentum he had, any kind of confidence people may have in him. It's like that's the big thing. It's like they they seriously stifled any momentum he's had. And that's kind of been the story of Braun Strowman this year is he just, he is not what he used to be a good year ago. The momentum yeah. just ain't there. They're not making him as dominant. He's just, he's there. He's a guy. He's definitely one of the top guys there, but he definitely don't come across as a you know unstoppable monster anymore. Yeah. You know, the, the, I mean, the bloom is off the rose. And, and I also, and I think part of that is it's also a matter of in time that had to happen. It's there's not a lot of depth to the Braun Strowman character that regardless of even if they kept him as a monster, then we'd be complaining about, oh, all he does, he just squashes everybody. You know, you got they They got to add depth to him. And I think that's what they're kind of struggling with right now is how to keep him interesting without just presenting him either as a monster, but also not without making him completely mortal to the point where he's just, you know, like everybody else on the show. Yeah, okay, so the thing about that is <laughs> monster booking is classic Vince McMahon. So, like, the fact that they don't get this right is very weird to me, you know? Right. Um, But I I, I do, I do want to mimic what you're saying. I do agree that it feels like the momentum, the timing to pull the trigger on him, they have overlooked a lot. I don't know, man. But at the end of the day, he's gonna he's gonna come in and out. He's gonna work every show, and um, you know, I think with that with that being said, that gives him the opportunity to be able to flip this back over on a positive note. I mean, the fans like him. He worked pretty much face at house shows, hill on TV. It seems like um, he should be fine. Though. And you know, a lot of people like the fancy book or or praise their Meltzer God, which people are thinking <laughs> that you know Drew uh, McIntyre may be overstepping him at the time at the time but you know here's my point the universal championship um you remember when it first came out and it was red no one gave it respect and they were just right. like oh it's just the whatever belt and you know it, it's not it's the b belt because the a belt is obviously on smackdown so it's the b belt and we all know wwe don't really value what the belt is because it doesn't close the show didn't close the show on this on this car, either, either you know, either of the belts, right. right? So they we know we don't value the, they don't value the belt. And the entertainment aspect means that they're gonna put the biggest stars on each car at the end of the show. Right. I, it, to me, is that if WWE don't have respect for the belts, why do fans invest so much in it? Why do fans want to consider this belt, you know, the classic big old belt in, in regards to being the secondary belt? Or the co-branded belt. Why do but but I get it because that's what the past did. But if WWE has shown signs over the last three or four years that you know they don't value the belt, and then as you know, the universal belt was instated with the color obviously that no one liked, and you know, the way it's been booked <laughs> and who it's been <laughs> given to. Why do fans care so much about it that they feel that they are the ones that need to <laughs> you know like i don't get it like it, 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 am i missing something no no it's 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 i totally get what you're going at i mean and part of that i'd like to say is you know 
fans want to believe in what they're watching. They want to buy in. They want to buy into the universe that's in front of them. But at the same time, there's a weird disconnect where you have a lot of fans that have in their head how things should be and how they want things to be and how they imagine them to be, but it doesn't match what's actually being presented to them on the TV. Yeah. And not it's not the message that WWE is actually sending at them. And it's like they can't differentiate the two, I think, a lot of the time. Um, yeah, the, I mean, the Universal title's never been for any significant amount of time like a big thing. Even mm-hmm. though I mean, we had, I mean, right off, I guess because what it started, it started with Kevin Owens after Finn couldn't handle it when Finn went down immediately. So you had Kevin Owens, then went to Goldberg. Then it went to Brock, then to Roman. And probably Roman was going to be the first guy that really mm-hmm. was going to have a run with it. And that just didn't work out due to things totally out of their control. And now we're back to Roman. I mean, I mean, back to Brock. Yeah. So, so and, and let's talk about it, the let's talk about never, those people real quick. I mean, it's, it's, it's never gotten a chance to like right. build up an identity. It's just by, by, you know, I mean, I've heard the belt referred to as cursed, and in a way, it's like, God, when you look at it, it's like, geez. I, you know? I don't, I saw that, and I, I don't, I don't agree with that. You can't, you can't say like a guy going in for cancer treatment is cursed, you know? No, I no, mean? no, 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 no. It's, just, you, it's just weird how there's so many issues with that title. And but at the same time, that, just, on Brock forever in a day. So that's part of it. I mean, they just had had the belt on a guy that wasn't going to be around for. Yeah a year at a time you know i mean geez what can you do i mean and again if that's what they want to do with the belt and you know and they obviously don't value the belt it doesn't matter i mean one let's think about this no one can they don't care about the belt and brock works a part-time schedule while fans so invested in who has the belt and then if roman (laughs) has the belt a healthy roman a current actively you know working roman would fans be happy with that no because roman got it so right. it's like no one. It's, it's like if, if people are trying to find reasons to be mad about this situation, oh, and you just shouldn't. So like Brock winning the belt to me was just like okay. <laughs> so yep. it's like it, it is what it is. And that's it, God. You just reminded me because I got to make mention of this because this drove me crazy last Friday. Wouldn't you know it? The moment Brock Lesnar won that darn title and people started pitching a fit, you had little little jerky kids online suddenly being like, "Oh, we." it was better when Roman had it. And it's like, all y'all were doing was complaining when Roman had it. But now that he can't hold it, he was going to be around and actually defending it. And he was on TV and going to be touring around with the belt. and was going to be actually doing stuff with it. Now it's like, oh, now, geez, we, we had it good when Roman had it. We didn't know how lucky we were. And it's like, yeah, every one of y'all was complaining. Every one of y'all had sour grapes that Roman Reigns was champion because you didn't like him. But hey, at least he was going to be around and doing something with it, and it was going to be wrestling people. It was more than anyone else had been doing. So <laughs> now you're back to Brock Lesnar, and there you go. You know, it, it, it's like that old darn Cinderella song. Don't know what you got till it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I thank you. I thank you. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. It's it's so funny. It, it, it literally, I just can't wrap my head around it. Because I'm like, man, I know if I search certain people's tweets long enough, I can go back and contradict the statements that they're making up today. So get mm-hmm. it. So so my point is, look, the Universal Championship, cool. It's there. And it creates storylines. And whoever holds it, you know, there's a there's a focus to that person and, and, and bookings towards it. 
But as far as who the champion is, I don't care. And they're like, you know, title reigns for it and, you know, having it. Does that make your Grand Slam chat? Like, I don't care about any of that. <laughs> like, doesn't matter. It's just it's not the IC championship. It's not like the NWA championship. It's not the World Heavyweight Championship. It's just a belt that they develop that they figured, well, we can we can uh, we can market this, make some money. We can create story. We can create easy storylines too. You know, you can bring somebody up from NXT, have them win it, and all of a sudden they're the man. You know, that's just how it is. But like, it's not our focal point. Our 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 shows, our 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 um, our book money shows, our publicity is not circled around that belt. <laughs> it's nope. just something that we can just talk about. It's something that's there. You know what I mean? So like, it's just funny how fans are so invested in it and so you know butt hurt when it comes down to. Who has it? And look, let's just be honest now. Brock Lesnar is a draw. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, the Saudis wanted him. Qu- quite frankly, quite frankly, I'm pretty sure that the Saudis had a lot of influence, not only in him winning, not only in him coming, but him opting out of that UFC fight with uh, 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 Daniel, uh, Daniel Cormier. Right. I think that considering 10 years, Considering that that's a forty-five million a year deal, that right. Brock is looking like, look, <laughs> for for three minutes, which is equal to six minutes a year to travel to Saudi Arabia, <laughs> I'll do it because oh. the Saudis is going to look at him as an ex UFC champion. He's yep. still getting buzzed because you, he's still at the tongue of the UFC's tongue. He, yep. Hell, he can go to the UFC and fight a fight, lose a win. He's still a UFC fighter, and people like that. Yeah. The That's- very next, the very next night in Madison Square Garden, after Daniel Cormier successfully defended both his titles, what's the first thing he did? He Called mentioned Brock Lesnar. It was like, "Bring that red belt here to UFC, and I'll take that too." Exactly. It'll actually happen, but hey, it's even on the UFC's radar. Yeah, and, and, that's, I, and that's the kind of publicity that Vince that, McMahon lives for. Thank you. So that's exactly why he would put the belt on Brock Lesnar. Thank you. Putting it on Braun Strowman ain't getting him that. Thank you. you know? And that's what I've been saying when he won it around SummerSlam time. I'll say, could you imagine that red belt walking into a UFC octagon? I don't care what you're going to say, but at the end of the day, you, yo, that belt is a belt. And, you know, you like we say, you know, for the last few weeks, they're the UFC fighters, they're fans of WWE because they know there's a there's a life after UFC fighting. And yep. and and even the Bellator people, Joe Sonnen, and you know, those people in uh Rampage and all those people who left the UFC who couldn't, you know, sustain the longevity of that of that duty went to Bellator and they look over too, they know it. They all know it. So the fact that they are accustomed to cross-promoting. And, and promoting as easily as tweeting nowadays because social media is just that powerful. That red belt, D- DC mentioning that belt is a moment that, you, again, like you said, Vince Man is like, hell, if there's a chance that Brock may, <laughs> may be able to fight, <laughs> if we can work that out and he can represent that belt, that belt being on a pay-per-view on another network is big. It is Absolutely. big. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and look, let's let's go let's go to miniature. Let's go to a miniature uh, sample of this: the Street Profits with the Evolve belt. How many right. people don't think you knew about Evolve, but now, like, wait a minute, what? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, these what, NXT what is, guys doing picking up these belts that aren't WWE belts. Uh huh. 
That's uh-huh. exactly what Gabe Stapolsky is thinking with that move. He's like, oh, this we get we get we get some uh, NXT superstars that you know have a little bit of TV time and a little bit of cachet being yeah. under WWE contract, and I get to put them on my shows. It's a win-win for him, and it's a win for NXT and uh, Triple H of them because it's it gives them a place to work and it gives them some experience outside WWE. And hey, yeah, that both sides benefit from that situation. Right on. So I mean, it's, how could you be mad about that? Braun again, Braun Strowman's not going to be able to do it. And then you talk about money. You talk about a belt that they don't really invest in. But think about it: the universal belt and and its name and what it means to be universal, to be all over. Like right. that's 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 what I thought the belt was going to represent. And maybe it it, it wasn't initially going to be that. But considering the possibilities of people from different sports wanting to you know fight Russell or whatever. To, to cross, you know, um, to, to, to cross promote or cross fight, like the, the sky's the limit. We'll talk a little bit later about Floyd Mayweather just for a second. <laughs> but I mean, like, you know, the options out here are just unlimited. And I think that this is smart. And um and, and, and who knows? Because, again, the, the, they, the people are talking about the, the WWE deal may hold off that fight. It didn't hold off that fight when he fought Mark Hunt. Back in SummerSlam weekend, and he fought Mark Hunt one week and was in SummerSlam the next week. So, again, you, you just don't know. You don't there's a know. Work, there's a working relationship, and the timing's exactly. perfect. A few, a few years back, UFC wouldn't be so open to this, but they are very much in a situation now where they need star power. Exactly. They only have a few big stars. You know, They only have a few guys like a Conor McGregor mm-hmm. you know, or a Daniel Cormier. They don't have a Ronda Rousey anymore. Yep. So and it's like they are desperate for star power. And regardless of how what his age is or what his recent, you know, fight performances have been or getting suspended or whatever, Brock Lesnar's a name. Yeah. He brings, and- he brings notoriety, and that's something that UFC is desperate for right now. If they can get another big fight on their books for one pay-per-view, hey, it works out for them. It's a win for them, it's publicity for Vince McMahon. Exactly. So once again, it's just like the situation with with Evolve and WWE, and then it, it can be a win for both sides. Exactly, and even and even to chime in on that just a little bit more, uh, Brock Lesnar. I, I, I don't I don't know as it because I haven't checked in like maybe this year, but Brock Lesnar is within for sure the top ten of all time pay per view buys. And considering that the UFC just traded who I thought was a big star in uh, Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson, like. You know, you got you had a guy in you know one of their smaller divisions in the featherweight that they never invested in, but they're still who was a hell of a fighter, but they're still invested in a Brock Lesnar who you know gave them a bad statement when when he failed the drug test, um, in one of their biggest fights and you know controversy behind that. But you know you got John Jones getting you know uh back and um back reinstating and getting ready to fight again soon, but considering his history, they don't have a much faith. They don't have much faith that. You know, he may, you know, cause them trouble again. Yeah. And DC (laughs) and DC futures looking very bright outside the UFC, as we talked about last week and him, you know, him probably being a full time commentary for not only just UFC, but for WWE, which means he doesn't have to get his face beat no more to make money. Right. Yeah. Cormier has been very he's been very open about that he's finishing up that he's looking yeah. at next year as like being the end of his run so he he's look he's looking for big paydays on his way out and he, yeah. he knows what's up that's why he's that's why he's mentioning Brock Lesnar because he knows darn well exactly. hey win or lose 
it'd bring a hell of a lot of eyeballs and a hell of a lot of dollars. Yeah, and look, here, here's here's the win-win for this. DC has successfully uh, defended a title in both weight classes, which is historic. Mm -hmm. um, Brock Lesnar being a champion in two different sports at the time is historic. Now, think about this. Win or lose, DC calls commentary <laughs> in WWE in a year. And he yep. has storyline that he could talk about. And you know that the one thing that everyone likes in the commentary, someone who's able to relate, imagine DC being able to call, you know, uh, matches for Brock Lesnar, which is going to be big time, obviously, for years to come. But then you got a lot of these other hybrid style MMA fighters and and or former UFC champions or, or fighters in the sport. DC being able to provide that intellect and on the mic. It's only going to be as much as a hybrid as Ronda Rousey is in the ring. You put all that together, things are going to get really special in the future for WWE. And I think that, you know, um, you know, in good graces of him losing or, or losing or winning whenever that Brock fight happens, like it all, it all, everyone involved in that wins. Everyone. Oh, yeah. UFC they, they... gets the check. WWE get the stars. The two fighters get their recognition for in their purses. And that's it. Yep, and shoot, and you know darn well how Vince McMahon's mind works. You know darn well, win or lose, no matter what happens, if everything goes down next fall and Daniel Cormier becomes involved with the Fox announced team when SmackDown moves to Friday nights, you know darn well, then it opens the door. You can see it, the gears turn in Vince's head. You do a Daniel Cormier, Brock Lesnar rematch, except you do it at WrestleMania in My 2020. God. You know? <laughs> and look, DC... What is his background? Because he beat Derrick Lewis. Derrick Lewis, who he just fought, is a brawler. And DC went to his bread and butter, who is an amateur wrestler background. Mm -hmm. Kept that boy on the ground, and it never got out the second round. That, you put him in a performance center, him being a student to the game, man, oh, man. Brock Lesnar versus DC in WWE. Yep. I, I don't care if the WWE fans don't like it. You're bringing a whole universe of, of eyes over to that yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a WrestleMania match. He oh, doesn't need sure. to be wrestling full time. That's that's an easy WrestleMania match, especially I, coming off especially coming off if they do it first in UFC, and then you can play off the legit fight, and then you do it in WWE. Oh, I mean, it's a no brainer. It's yep. a no brainer. Yep. And you know, and you know, as far as partnerships are saying, hey, UFC, you can use Brock. You know what the UFC, you know WWE gets in return. That's video packages and 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 media rights for them to say, hey, can we can we show some old Brock? You know, fights can we use some old DC fight stuff on 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 the network? They go, like, yeah, sure. You know, that's what that's what it's all about. It's all cross promoting, and, and and it's and it's been part of the deal. You see, Ronda Rousey drop UFC name. That was a thing in the past, like you kind of mentioned earlier, where they trying to make sure this is very separate. As Dana White has been very vocal about saying that that's fake and we're real. But now they realize we can help each other. Yep. All day, every day. So I mean, the, <laughs> it's just it's it's only going to get better, dude. And think about the the next uh, echelon of people that's coming up with Matt Riddle and Shayna Baszler. So there you go. Yeah, it's it's only going to get better, dude. So <laughs> the lines are getting blurred. That yeah. is for sure. Yeah. What else we got to get into? Now we 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 just, we, we kill Crown Jewel for sure, just, and the just fall the, out of that. Just the last thing, you know, the brothers trusting DX match. You <laughs> you had a bunch of old guys in the in the ring doing what they do, and man, and uh, Triple H actually. Uh, <laughs> didn't walk out that match without needing surgery so uh, i do want to mention this that um um i know i always mention about robbie reading my 
where I be getting my news and information from. But I think it's only at right that I do plug exactly where I get um, a lot <laughs> of my source material from. But definitely, if you want to get the latest news and um, news, rumors, results, <laughs> editorials, all that good stuff, um, I go to bodyslam.net. That's where you can check it out. Um, frequently, always updated, get all the hottest stuff uh, for wrestling and so on. So that is bodyslam.net. But um, Triple H uh, end up having to have surgeries on his pectoral muscle. Freaky, nasty post. But um, he did get successful surgery. So, um, you know, old guys doing, old, you know, young guy things. You can only expect <laughs> something like that to happen. Hey, it wasn't Undertaker this time, right? So I know by some, by some miracle, it wasn't Undertaker. It wasn't the mayor of Knox County. I mean, these are the things that happen <laughs> when you book a match with a combined age of 206. This is the kind of things that happen. I tweeted out that afternoon and it blew up. I tweeted out that stat about the age of 260. You know what it made me realize? And it just struck me cold, and I've had people coming in my mentions talking about it. We haven't been able to come up with one that matches it. Back during the Attitude Air, WWE used to mock the hell out of WCW for having Hogan and Savage and Piper and all the old-timers in the ring. WCW did never put on no tag match with a combined age that darn high. <laughs> All those guys were in their 40s. Even Ric Flair was like only kind of pushing 50. WCW didn't do nothing ever that darn bad. Nothing. <laughs> Closest we could come with something around 170-something years old. For, for like Great American Bash 98 that had like Hogan, Hogan and I think it was Hogan and Hart against Savage and Piper. Like mm -hmm. all them in one match. And even that didn't even like get – it was still like a good 25 years less <laughs> than what the heck WWE did last week. You can't put these 50-plus-year-olds in the ring, man. No, no, no. And have them work. What was it, 27 minutes? Let me look at the Wikipedia right here. 27.45. Come on. Those guys can't be, those guys can't be going no half hour at that age. Oh, my goodness. Hey, man, that's thinking? that's Saudi money, man. It makes you do think you can do. <laughs> so That's for uh, sure. Man, when, when don't you go viral? That's the real question. <laughs> And if anybody doesn't follow you, obviously you need to follow Hill Will. It's it's just Hill. Oh, Will, Hill Will Mahoney. Hill Will Mahoney. Yes, yeah, indeed. On Twitter. Yeah. Yes, indeed. And also, and also too, definitely. Um, you can follow. I just mentioned body. Uh, BodySlam.net. You can also follow their Twitter on. Uh, what am I saying? You can follow their Twitter page at bodyslab.net um and get it's the so this is where it is yeah so easy so easy so yeah follow will and you can see all the viral tweets that he always puts out and all the stupid people that want to attack him and then <laughs> follow body slam when you want to get all the latest news and stuff and um i don't know follow us for i don't know stupid stuff as i guess too <laughs> 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 all right so yeah so oh crown jewel that's it we universal championships that we talked about um okay so this is quick adrian neville aka neville aka cruiserweight uh the king of the cruiserweight aka Pac, has right. returned to twitter <laughs> and as he's returned he seems first of all he's you can tell at least to me it seems like his old twitter page was kind of <laughs> just ran by WWE. It didn't have much of a personality. I mean, his last tweet when he went on hiatus was 
he was mad about the shirt that they put out, and he deservedly should have. But he did return with two tweets um, over the last two days. Um, one saying, "I'm back, you shits." <laughs> uh-huh. I can actually hear him say that too. Right. And then his second tweet saying, "Let it be known, I am no gimmick nor knack, just a proper horrid bastard with nothing but contempt for each and every one of you." So, I mean, he's back on his hill thing. He's working Dragon Gate. Good for Neville, right? Yeah, but- I, I, I'm glad that he's back, that he's finally resurfaced, so we know that he's like, you know, not completely leaving the business. It's real interesting that he's gone back to Dragon Gate. And I guess the idea with that, that everyone seems the inside word seems to be is that, you know, he really always enjoyed working there. So right now it's more of a matter of, you know, he wants to do something that he enjoys, which yeah. I, I can totally get if he was totally miserable in WWE. I'm not so sure about these couple tweets he put out because they just seem like he's trying really darn hard. It's like, dude, chill the heck out. You're not Tommaso Ciampa. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's definitely kind of, kind of riding on that same kind of kind of theme there, but we'll see. I don't know. The, the one today with the let it be known, I am no gimmick nor an act. And say okay, buddy. Yeah, sure thing. you know yeah. you're, you're kind of going into Tommaso Ciampa pulls it off pretty good. This is getting more in that closer to that Austin Aries like territory where it's like, dude, you're trying too hard. Calm the heck down. <laughs> you know you ain't you ain't fooling nobody. All right, buddy, I get it. You know you're trying to trying to get some attention for yourself. All right. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. I mean, yeah. Dipping his toe into things, so we'll give him a little bit of a pass. But man, don't go so hard on that, Neville. <laughs> right, that's exactly my thoughts. I just thought I'll draw attention to people that you know been wondering where he's been at. Just in case you haven't heard that he's returned and wrestled already. Um, yeah, he's back on Twitter. So yeah, go check that out. Um, so yeah, that's Neville. Okay, so wait, should we talk about Floyd first, or should we talk about PWI five hundred? Or 100 women is first. Which one's which one let's, should we go let's, to? Let's get the ladies done first. Ladies first. Let's do that. And we'll finish up with, with Floyd because Floyd, there's not much to say. It's pretty good. Quick. And yeah, let's, let's do it that way. We haven't, we haven't touched on any of the ladies stuff going on tonight. So let's, let's so, go there. So first. L- ladies, ladies or men's first? Ladies, ladies, the, first? ladies, ladies, one's the ones getting all the attention. I I think the what? men's one had already come out. I think okay, that's then- old. Let's do the, the ladies was the one. No, 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 no. Well, then, okay, in that case, then we'll do men's first. So this should be easy because I feel like the, the women's one, we will. So this is how I would do this for you. Um, first of all, uh, we both have looked at the list. Um, and five, and in case anyone doesn't know, the PWI 500 is just the list of um, um, wrestlers um, throughout the year. Um, the period is from July July thirty first two thousand seventeen to July uh, to to June third two thousand eighteen. Yeah, the where, men's one came out two months ago. The women's one came out this past week. Right, and it's basically just the ranking of uh, wrestlers throughout the year. So just just to let it let everyone know, um, just the top ten. Number one, I'm gonna go from one through ten. Number one's Kenny Omega, AJ Styles. Okada, Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins, Braun Strowman, Roman Reigns, Cody Rose, uh, Naito, and then The Miz. So that's that's one through ten. I don't think there's no there's no controversy in that. Um, I think everyone's pretty uh, settled in that and 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 agreeing that you know the top ten could be shuffled, maybe a little bit around, but nonetheless, the people in the top ten are deserving. Uh, I'll just read the eleven through twenty. Um, you have Nakamura, Osprey, Almas, uh, Mahal, which is great. 
because uh, he did have a hell of a, a beginning part of the year in the last year. Dalton Castle had a good year. Finn Balor, um, Owens, um, Orton, Suzuki, and Cena. So, um, yeah, so the guys is pretty trick for. Um, I, I just wanted to just throw this at you, and if the, the answer is no, the answer is no. Is there anybody in that top 20? I'm sorry, is there anybody that you feel that was not mentioned at top? top 20 that should be in here no nah, there's no one i can think as immediately jumping out at me that absolutely doesn't belong or anything i mm-hmm. mean it all it all comes down to how you weight different things and, and and the thing to keep in mind that we will very much get into on the women's side here to remember is that th- this is a kayfabe list mm-hmm. you know this mm-hmm. this 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 is this is based off of you know playing into the tv shows and everything and you know it's not it's not hard and fast and, you know, a legitimate list in that respect. So and it, it all kind of depends what favorites they're playing at the moment. So obviously with the men's list, they got Kenny Omega up there at the top. So it's like, and they oh Okada at three. So it's kind of like, okay, they're, they're, they're on that, uh, work rate, new Japan style there. They mm-hmm. got AJ styles at two. They're kind of, they're, they're definitely kind of on, on that bullet club work, work rate style kind of deals what they went with the men's on yeah. that which which is which is fine i get it you know sort of, but it's not like i wouldn't have those guys in my top 10 so yeah top five so i you know you, you can quibble about order and stuff but i mean you know part of this is all you know they put these things out with the idea of getting people to talk now the women's list on the other hand that caught a lot of <laughs> caught a lot of heat when it dropped this week that's the one i find much more interesting okay so i'll give i'll give it i'll give it uh i'll, I'll give the list so again i do want to reiterate um wait wait well actually i don't know um i'm trying to see is the is the period for women the same well i would um, assume this came out in november it must be october of last year to november of this year they mentioned it on their Twitter. Let me see what it was. It might be a month or so, but it's it's about the same. Let's get okay. that. I'm 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 even cool with a little bit of air air silence till we get that exactly. Let's get that. I am checking right now. Pro wrestling. That that is important. Illustrated. Um. Yeah. Cause they mentioned once people once once the blowback started, they immediately uh air it is and, official and, PWI. And right now, while Will is looking it up, um, anyone who may not be familiar with this list, just tell me of a full year, which is from November of last year to November of this year, who do you deserve thinks that number one spot? I know who I think before I saw the list, and I was surprised that that person was not up there. Um, but um, just wondering, and, and give us a shout as you listen to the show. Just wondering, initially, before you hear us talk about who it is, who do you think deserves to be number one? Here it is. And okay. The, the evaluation period for the women's 100 was October 1st, 2017 to mm-hmm. September 30th, 2018. Okay. That is the, so October to September is what we're talking for yeah. that one. Okay. All right. So let's lay it on them because we know the, the, uh, the I stick to the top 10 on this one. Cause Lord knows the biggest thing is who came in at number one. I, I, I'm going to start at number 20. And um, and I'm gonna read down. Now, number twenty is Natalia. Number nineteen is Tony Storm. <laughs> um, I always get her name wrong, but uh, she's in Ring of Ring of Honor. Uh, number eighteen is K- Kagetsu. 
I think, I think that's I'm, how it is. I'm yeah. not positive I'm a, either. But yeah, one of the stardom girls we saw, yeah. they came when ROH came through Fairfax. Exactly. Right, right, right. Uh, number 17 is Bailey. Number 16 is Allie from uh, Impact. Number 15, Tessa Blanchard. Number 14 is Sasha Banks. Number 13, I think this is a really well-deserved uh, 13, as in Sue Young. That's um, pretty high. That's pretty high. It is. Her. Number 12 is uh, Sumi, who is the ROH Women's Champion, the first yep. and only, if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, um, yes. Uh-huh. The inaugural uh, ROH Women of Honor Champion. Yeah. Um, um, Here's where it gets interesting. Here's where it gets interesting. <laughs> number 11. Number 11 is Becky Lynch. Uh-huh. Uh and <laughs> number 10, Kyrie Sane. Um, number nine is a is uh Mayu. Uh number eight is Nia Jax. Number seven, I think number seven is deserved, is in Carmella. Mm-hmm. Number six is Shayna Baszler. Number five. A- again, I'm just gonna I'm, I'm gonna give fans who listen, I'm just give y'all a, a second to Think about this: the top five now of women, PWI a hundred list. Just think about this: who is your number top five women of all of that and all of professional wrestling? Just, just think about this now. I and I, I, I started at twenty, so that leaves five significant people you haven't thought about. And there, there, there's some that's very obvious, but <laughs> I mean, <laughs> anywho, number five is Oscar. Number four is Io Shirai. Number three is Charlotte Flair. Number two is Alessa Bliss. And number one, hey, Will, when was that period of when the uh, Reagan start? <laughs> October 2017 to September of 2018. Number one is Ronda Rousey. The Raw Women's Champion. Now, <laughs> I didn't. I, 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 maybe you quicker on this. Uh, there was a statement put out about this. Um, about the PWI. They, okay, okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. From the PWI podcast, um, um, they put out an announcement about this and they said. She has become one of the biggest stars in WWE, male or female. I mean, granted, she is the biggest star in wrestling, period. Period. Mm-hmm. Any any place. She is the biggest star. But they say she's put out um the she she has become one of the biggest stars in WWE, male or female, and is setting a new standard of excellence in women's division. When it comes to our ranking criteria of championships one. Quality of opposition, technical proficiency, win and loss record, promotional push. She is unmatched. <laughs> Ronda Rousey is your number one who was debuted, who debuted in WWE was in April at WrestleMania. Is your number one, which means that she's cheated. We said October, right? October, yep. said October, November, October, November, December, January, February, March, April, May. I'm sorry, April 5, 6, 7, 7 months. I can't count. So she cheated seven months and became number one. All right, Will, your turn to talk. <laughs> There's so much I can say about this. So obviously, yeah, people threw a bunch of people threw a fit. Bunch of people threw a fit. And they're like, she's a rookie. She's only had like 
30 something matches. She hasn't had a, you know, she didn't go through the indies. She's only held one belt. I mean, people trying to spin this any kind of way they could spin it for the people who got a dirty diaper over this. <laughs> now, of course, a ton of people are like, Becky Lynch is the best thing going. Well, guess what? Becky Lynch didn't win the title until what? Well, she just won it in uh, September, I think. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, so the very end of the period, the very end of the period is when Becky Lynch finally beat Charlotte. So mm -hmm. all the big stuff with Becky falls at the very end of this deal. So mm -hmm. I absolutely get why Becky would not be that high on the list because the majority of the time period they're talking about, Becky wasn't doing much. So, you know, now next year, that'd be a whole other different story. But as far as Rhonda goes, yeah, they, they got her ahead of Alexa Bliss even. They got her ahead of Charlotte Flair. They got her ahead of Asuka, who won the first Women's Royal Rumble. But then, of course, she didn't win at WrestleMania. So I can see that's why Charlotte's above Asuka. I can get that part. But Ronda Rousey being number one, you know, it goes into a couple of things here. You got to remember with any list like this, any list like this. This is about one thing, whether it's people's sexiest man alive, whether it's woman of the man of the year, whatever. These things are trying to sell magazines. These mm -hmm. things are trying to sell magazines and who you put at number one. A huge part of that is publicity and name notoriety. And as you mentioned from the very beginning, Ronda Rousey's more famous than any of these people. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no arguing that. Yeah. You know, you know, you, you have to understand Ronda Rousey could have been number 95. Right. Ronda Rousey was going to be the cover of that magazine. Yeah. <laughs> a big part of this is getting her on the cover to sell magazines. Yeah. That's a big darn part of it. But let's be fair here. Even by their criteria, being this is a kayfabe list and everything, even if you just go by that, there is a hell of a case for her. Okay. She's a women's champion. She's undefeated. She hasn't lost to no one. And she's come in and, you know, she's turned WWE upside down since she's shown up. I don't think there's any arguing that, you know, she hasn't been beaten yet. She's an undefeated superstar who's the, who's the Raw Women's Champion. So in that respect, even in a kayfabe wrestling sense, you know, she's, she's unstoppable right now, even if you're looking at it from that perspective. So... I think even in a kayfabe sense, there is absolutely a very strong case to be made for why they put Ronda Rousey at number one. But don't get it don't get it twisted. This is about selling magazines. <laughs> absolutely. Now, this is not as totally as as dramatic as someone moving a weight class and winning the championship, but that's a pretty big deal. But considering someone moving a sport to win a championship is a hell of a big deal. Point blank. Mm -hmm. Um, and not just that, she comes with the she's the full package. She is the she's every bit of the star. She's every bit of the check that they cut. And that's just it. You know what I mean? Like um, the, the she has an athletic pedigree. She's not coming in as some model with no previous background mm -hmm. of, of mm -hmm. any sort. You know, it, it's not like if, if, if Nikki Bella started you know, from scratch this year and they did the exact same thing. And it was like, okay, we're essentially, we're putting the belt on a model, you yeah. know, and yeah. making her undefeated and having her beat anybody, everybody, yeah. you know, th this ain't even that. Cause we could say, you know, okay, Ron has got a legit athletic background, you know, a yeah. bronze medalist, former UFC women's champion. So yeah. that's kind of part of the difference too, that it's not like she started from absolute zero when she came in this year. 
Yeah, and, I, and then just to, to mirror back off of the um, the men's list, John Cena, who worked pretty much part-time, was number 20 last year. He didn't win a championship, at least I don't think so. Um, but again, the, the star power that that guy brings, uh, working movies and 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 all other terrible terrible things that he does, um, he still brings a good deal of attention to that to that uh to the sport. And Ronda Rousey just happened to do that, but checks the box off and everything that they great criteria on. So the impact that she brings, I mean. <laughs> We have to we have, we have to think about this now. Like, although evolution, I think, falls outside of the the, the date range, but she did hand yeah. evolution, which was a historic event. That's a big deal. That's a it's as big as a big deal as everyone says about anything that goes to Madison Square Garden. Always yeah, sells well, out we, Madison Square Garden, and it's a big deal. Not because we know we know we know what the always show is going to be, but because we know it's the sellout in the Madison Square Garden first ever all women's show. At the end of the day, years from now, people are only going to think about one or two things. Who headlined that? Right. Ronda Rousey. the main event? There yep. you go. And even if you want to say that show hadn't happened yet, the show that the her main eventing the show was already on everyone's radar. We knew it was happening. So it the the, the accolade had already been given to her that exactly. she was going to main event the first women's show. So exactly. just even having that you know under her belt before it even happened, you could say, well, you're great. You're, that added to her case. So exactly. I mean I I can't, I get where they're coming from with it. I when you break it down really it's like no it makes a lot of sense. You yeah. can absolutely make a, a legitimate case for why they put her at number 1 in in a kayfabe sense for uh if you want to look at it that way. So yeah, so, I mean so so, so I I want to throw this to the fans who listens and uh you know definitely you know r- respond back in the SoundCloud comments or wherever wherever you want to listen to cuz we're on Spotify. So you hey, <laughs> there you go. Listen to us there, listen to us iTunes everywhere. Um but reach out to us, tweet us, let us know if you're listening. I mean, do you think Ronda Rousey is the number one? And then consider the factors that we brought up. You we're, we're yeah. talking about you running the business, you have the hottest not only just the hottest free agent in wrestling, but you have maybe arguably one of the hottest af- athletes, period. I mean, when you think about all-time greatness and athletes in top 20, Ronda Rousey is going to be in there. Of active, of active, I mean, even retired people, you may even have her in your top 30. And I mean, like, it's easy to say, like, we're talking about women, Maria Sarapova, uh, the, the, uh, the Williams sisters. Ronda Rousey sits right there, and no one has to be uncomfortable, <laughs> like at all. It's it's easy, and then she's you, in the mix. She's yeah, in that. Mix. She's definitely Absolutely. is, and you can have her in your sport, and you have her win your your highest belt that she's eligible to win. And not only just that, that the revenue that she brings in, <laughs> not only and not only just that, everyone had their reserves about how she couldn't do it. She's executed in everything. She fought on Ooh. the biggest stage in WrestleMania in one hell of a match. Had the best match of the night as far as I'm Easily, concerned. easily. Everybody there was on their feet. Easily. Easily on their feet. I think the Bludgeon Brothers match was next. That is just, it was just sad. It was sad because no one knew that match was next. But I made sure it was my point to remember what happened after that because <laughs> no one was going to remember. But would you have her as your number one on your list of, of wrestlers for the last year? Woman wrestler for last year? If not, you know, reach out to us and let us know. So there you go. So. All right, so uh, we're, we're coming up on our mark. Let's end it out with my man, the money team, TMT, 
Floyd Money Mayweather. Now, <laughs> I'm a big Mayweather fan, and I just I just love all of combat sports. Anybody that knows me knows that. And it was something big that came out. Um, and, and bear with me because there's been so much to this. I got to bounce around a little bit with the information, but there's been so much to this coming out about Floyd Mayweather and a Japanese kickboxer, and they're calling this dude a phenom. I've never heard of him. Mayweather also said he's never heard of him either, but he went to Japan, and not, not only did he go to Japan, he went to his Twitter page also promoting this, talking about New Year's Eve. He he hashtag MMA. He hashtag uh, Ryzen, which is a um, uh, which is a um, a MMA uh, promotion out in uh, Japan, uh, in Tokyo, Japan. And he did a press conference, and apparently there was a deal in where he was going to fa- face this Japanese kickboxer phenom, as they call him, in in, um, in tension. Nasukawa? Nasukawa. There we go. Nasukawa, I think, is how it's pronounced. But yeah, they were going to fight on New Year's Eve was, yeah. what, they, was what was announced at this uh, press conference. But it quickly, very quickly, took a turn on Wednesday. Well, well yeah. Let, well, let's, talk, <laughs> let's, talk, let's talk about before we got to Wednesday. Conor yeah. McGregor, who obviously, you know, wanted wanted this fight. We know it was money, um, money to be made there since Conor McGregor stepped over in enemy lines and did the boxing match where he was unsuccessful against the best boxer in the world. Um, and then also Khabib, who is obviously the hottest MMA fighter right now, who just beat Conor McGregor, also called out Conor McGregor. And we know our good friend 50 Cent also had something to say about this as well. And everyone's just very, very questionable about this decision that 41-year-old undefeated boxer Floyd Mayweather was going to take an MMA MMA fight overseas. And even with the money involved, was it still a smart choice? Now, granted, before we got the Wednesday news, there was a lot of information coming out saying that they never set terms as to what weight class this was going to be in, as well as what type of fight was this going to even be. Right. So there was this, I mean, I'm thinking to myself, like, man, whatever this is, money's going to talk and it's going to tip towards Floyd Mayweather's uh, favor in this. He's the bigger draw and, you know, he's not going to put himself in a, in a, in a situation to lose. So kickboxing to a guy that's just been using his hands for the last 20 something years. That's not going to work. And this guy's a kickboxer, so he's not obviously on the ground wrestling. Mayweather's yeah. never been on the ground wrestling, so that's got to be out the question. So I'm thinking to myself, like, what the heck is going to go on here? Yeah. But, you know, I'm interested. So I'm like, oh, I guess anything's possible. Let's just see how this plays out. And, again, he got so much bad flack from everybody. Um, And just last week, too, Dana White was saying that, you know, there's never been official negotiation with the UFC, but never say never. And then this comes out. So I'm just like, oh, this guy Mayweather's just he's just out here fishing for a check. And he's just, <laughs> you know, any, any, any way, any means possible. And that was that. So I just want to make key points before we get to the next point. And do you actually have the Wednesday news up, Will? Because I'm gonna yeah, let you I read do. it. Up. Okay. So it's a but, very long statement. So we can just yeah. kind of hit the, the the big part of it. But yeah, uh, yeah. hold on, hold on. So, so no, but I just, I just wanna I just wanna give key points before we get to this Wednesday statement is that yeah. Mayweather was on his Twitter promoting this and yes. he had that that cryptographic, you know, uh message of saying that this fight is happening. Number two, he did the press conference. So I'm 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 a little thoroughly confused. A guy that's made so much money who's been in these big 
um, um, press conferences promoting. He has a promoted license in Las Vegas, so he knows how all this works. Like he's yeah. no fool. This guy's yeah. very smart with his money he, he, and promotion. He straight up said they were working on it. Is what he said <laughs> at the end of the day. So he he made clear that you know the rules and weight class have yet to be finalized with the yep. promotion. Yeah, but yep. he did say we are working on it and things should get sorted out over the next few weeks. Yeah. So it wasn't like. You know, you, like nothing was happening. There was actually yeah. like, something going on there. It wasn't. It wasn't like Don King was promoting for him, and he had no clue what was happening. Yeah. So, but I will. The last thing I'm gonna say, and then you can have it, is that um, let, let's 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 the, the the other thing that came out is that he was in Japan because this 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 um the boxing the kickboxer phenom. Let me get his name again. Uh uh, na nas. I think it's Nasakawa. Nasakawa, okay. Nasakawa, something like Appar- that. Apparently, he was there. <laughs> yeah, apparently he was there because May he he requested that Mayweather was going to be able to help him spar and help and hopefully help his boxing, which sounds traditionally traditionally like a Mayweather calling all like in all means like that's oh, yeah. something he's Bring always looking to do like photo op i mean mm-hmm. yeah totally mm-hmm. that type yeah of thing. i could totally see that yeah yeah but go ahead go ahead go ahead now let's let's get the windows news okay so after return he put a very long post on instagram so this is this is on mayweather's instagram so anyone's looking to read the entire thing they can check it out there but he talks about after returning being back on u.s soil after a long and disappointing trip to japan um he claims that he never agreed to an official bout with Tenshin Nasakawa. In fact, he says, with all due respect, I've never heard of him until this recent trip to Japan. <laughs> um, he claims he was asked to participate in nine-minute exhibition of three rounds with an opponent selected by the Ryzen Fighting Federation. Um, let's see. Then it goes into... He was. He claims that this was going to be an exhibition put on for a small group of wealthy spectators for a very large fee. <laughs> um, <laughs> exhibition was previously arranged as a special bout purely for entertainment purposes, with no intentions of being represented as an official fight card nor televised worldwide. So obviously, there the key is something that would not affect his professional record mm-hmm. you know and also mm-hmm. would not be televised it essentially be a, a private thing a sparring mm-hmm. session mm-hmm. behind closed doors for some high rollers is what mm-hmm. it comes down to mm-hmm. um and just and, and just that, to add to that's that sounds like traditional mayweather booking right yeah. there yeah and so it says we arrived at this press conference and it was derailed by this new direction the event was going in and we should have put a stop to it immediately he then goes into a bunch of apologies and stuff and you know claiming all this and that's about it the 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 thing is um this could be a number of things it could be could they have been working on a deal and the deal fell apart um was there something that was lost in translation between like he's saying he was he, his side's thinking oh we're just gonna do this thing behind closed doors i'm gonna get paid a ton of money and it'll just be a thing for some high rollers there isn't gonna be anything and in the meantime the japanese are thinking oh we're gonna have a fight on new year's eve and we're gonna sell tickets to this thing <laughs> you know i mean who knows or is it just you know he got back and got cold feet and realized i don't want to do this you know i mean who yeah. knows yeah who knows I mean, where, where the truth really lies? It could be any of these number of things, but it is far. He's made very clear this ain't happening. <laughs> this ain't <yeah>. happening <laughs> unless so something my, now happens after afterwards. But there's been nothing new since Wednesday when this dropped. 
So my thing is Floyd Mayweather. He's not a stupid guy. He he did promote on his Twitter that it was a cryptograph. It was a crypto type of uh, tweet or Instagram post where he said anything could happen, pretty much. And he it looked like he was suiting up. Whatever it may be, it could have been training for him, sparring. It was going to be behind doors. He's not a fool with his money. The biggest thing that stood out to me that makes me feel like this is really sincere. Floyd Mayweather, whenever he gets duped around with his money, as far as other boxing matches that um, that didn't get right. I mean, granted, we didn't get the back the Pacquiao match till two years after it was supposed to happen. It's because they couldn't agree on terms. And when they can't agree on terms, Floyd isn't no nice guy. He comes out and let them know what it is. So for him to come out with a tweet like this, meaning that legitimately he really was just misconstrued on how to deal with what was supposed to be, where I'm pretty sure that people didn't realize like well we got you know we got the world champion the best pound for final fighter ever arguably ever <laughs> on our soil behind closed doors we can make some money here and i'm pretty sure that you know we know how uh the the japanese and, and particularly in, in in tokyo how they do with promoting there's a ton of cameras everywhere you go so the fact that they were going to try to do this behind doors with limited access, I'm pretty sure that was that that was just not even going to be a thing. No, and I no, think no, Mayweather no. knew it, and he was just <laughs> like, "Oh, I'm not going to be a viral video getting kicked by one of the." He's twenty. He's twenty years younger, and one yeah. person that don't lose besides Mayweather is Father Time. Yep. So <laughs> he ain't going in there with some guy half his age that's got a rep, and especially if it'd be anything sort of like short of like a, a sparring match a yeah. spar some just doing some boxing sparring he ain't taking no kicks from some guy he don't need he ain't that hard up yeah he ain't that hard up not after that darn conor mcgregor fight there ain't no way yeah there ain't no way especially yeah. that he might you know fight de La Hoya again you know for a huge payday which i could absolutely see it old like a damn seniors division thing coming around <laughs> <laughs> Once again, I can totally see that happening. Like he he has plenty of options. He don't need this. He yeah. has plenty of options to make money. Yeah. Well, I think he wise I think he wise enough for it. And I think he's making the right decision. But you know what though? At the end of the day, this guy from Tokyo, hey, people are gonna have eyes on him all of a sudden now. Cause I'm oh, interested yeah. to see if he's the really the big deal. I mean, they they hyped him up. And if your name is circling around somebody who's already had fame, and this is the same thing with WWE, see how we don't even know about kickboxing, and a lot of people don't know about the rising of uh, uh, federation. You're gonna look now. You're gonna be like, who's this guy? Same thing with Ronda Rousey. People are gonna look. I know who Ronda Rousey is, but who's Alessa Bliss? Who's Nia Jax? <laughs> who's Nikki Bella? <laughs> it's. I'm telling you, all the sports, they all look around at each other and they say, this is this is how you make money. So. All right, so do we got anything else? Because I think we hit our limit. I think we got, we got it, man. We knocked it down. We, we tore it out. Did. I think we, we got all the big stuff for this week. That's Next right. Next week we'll be on the road to Survivor Series, so we can that's get into right. that, and we'll have that card in front of us to, to talk about. That's right. I, I'm, a lot of that will have to definitely be uh, Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey's match. But um, uh, also, too, someone who got off the hook tonight is uh, is a Reba Har Har Hardy. <laughs> No, no, Rebby. Rebby, I'm sorry. Take, take, take the phone away from her, please. Yeah. Take the phone. Take the Twitter away. Yeah, beefing with Matt Hardy's ex girl. Yeah, oh, we, yeah. Let, let, let's just leave that that whole mess. At if you want to see some drama, if you want to see some tea, 
check out Rebby Hardy's Twitter for the last 24 yeah. hours. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that and not even touch that whole mess because that's getting personal. Yeah. Personal. Hey, I got I to gotta mention, too, though. A couple of people reached out to me and said, where's the Flaming Hot Topic series? Okay, I admit, we, 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 we've been chatting about it, but we just haven't been executing exactly in the, the, you know, the statute of limitations on when it needs to be done. But it'll be back. It'll be oh, back it'll, very it'll soon. Happen. There's always yeah. going to be – it's got to be done in a timely fashion. Yeah. It's got to be the right topic to get our attention, yeah. To, re yeah. to really turn up the flames high on it. Yeah. We haven't forgotten about you. Not Flame at, not topics coming. Not at all, but we'll, we'll definitely get you for it. But, <laughs> hey, the, tonight's show was awesome, dude. I appreciate uh, you coming out as usual. Awesome. Absolutely. You know, so, um, but, um, yeah, anything else we got? Just make sure we wrap up. I am good, man. I think we nailed it on the big gold belt tonight. I'll do it then. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. Um, you know, I've already plugged all the right things I think I need to plug. You know where to find us at biggobelgroup.com. You know where to find all the snack society. Just, you know, go on YouTube, snack society, and you get all the late. It, it, I'm telling you, it's 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 really it's really good stuff, especially if you're like a, a, a food junkie like me. You just want to just <laughs> be curious about things. It's all on there. You go on YouTube, find that out. You know where Will's tweets, viral tweets, much I say, because he doesn't do regular tweets. They're all viral. Maybe your name <laughs> should be Viral Heel Will. <laughs> you got to redo the handle. Got to change it from at Heel Will Mahoney to yeah. at Viral Will Mahoney. <laughs> yeah. uh, that might scare some people off. They might think the viral part means something else. Who knows? <laughs> but yeah, at Heel Will Mahoney, folks, you can always hit me on there. And the Snack Society stuff is always easy to find with hashtag Snack Society all day, every day for all your snacking needs. That comes up on the YouTube. And of course, I post those videos on my Twitter handle also. So it's right easy to find that stuff as we head towards Thanksgiving time. That's right on. Oh, you and and I remember last year you put out one of my favorites and you did the um the turkey one from KFC. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Popeyes. We got the Popeyes. Popeyes. Yeah, yeah. That I'm was... gonna start reposting that one yeah. this week. Our favorites when we did the yeah. Popeyes. Team I was I I I was I was surprised. It's a it's a safe. It's a safe measure to make, consider how bad that uh, the accidents people do with their turkeys in their own houses. Um, it's a safe bet as far as eating wise and, mm -hmm. and, and protecting your home for the yep. holidays. So It ain't bad, yep. folks. The Popeye's Cajun Turkey was a hit with the Snack Society. I'll be posting that video again this weekend. So yeah. you can check it out. Give us a follow and uh, you can check that one out for sure. Right on, and again, I told you where I get all my news and and all my uh, rumors and stuff from uh, for wrestling stuff uh, that we that we report about. It's um, at bodyslam.net. Check that out, so you guys can get hip, and you can be right up on the stories when we write up on the stories as well, too. So be in yeah. the know, in, be the, in know. the know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, but that'll do it, and we'll catch you guys next week. Um, and thanks for tuning in.